You're listening to The Vine Podcast, episode number 39. One of the easiest and most popular ways to monetize your food blog is through display ads. In today's episode, I'll talk about what you need to know before you start running ads, as well as some things to remember if you have been running them in the past. You love the time you get to spend creating content on your blog and connecting with your audience. But building a brand and working on your website, that's where it can feel overwhelming. With all of the lists out there of everything that you should do, sometimes you just feel like giving up. But friends, there's a better way. When you spend time strategically thinking about your blog, you'll discover what is essential to build a successful and sustainable business and what's not. I'm your host, Madison Weatherill, a WordPress web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers. I'm here to help you think strategically about the brand you're building, connect with your ideal audience, and ultimately convert them into raving fans, the ones who actually make your recipes, interact with you, and make this whole food blogging journey worth it. It's time to design a business you love and remember why you started a blog in the first place. Welcome back, friends, to another episode, and I am just so excited that you are here with me today. Now, today's topic is a little bit different from my normal wheelhouse of talking about design, but there are some things that are going to come up in this conversation about advertising that do pertain to design and also pertain to the strategy behind your food blog. Now, if you are new here, I just want to say welcome, and I'm so glad that you are checking out the podcast for the first time. I would love to hear more about you and connect with you over on Instagram, so be sure to do that after you listen to this episode. My name is Madison Weatherill, and I am the owner of Grace and Vine Studios. We do brand strategy and website design specifically for food bloggers, and I also am obviously the host of this podcast. Now, because I have been working with food bloggers for a long time at this point, and specifically I've worked with food bloggers in different phases of their business, I've helped people launch brand new food blogs, and I've worked with food bloggers with over a million page views a month. So I have really seen the span of questions that come up when you're first getting started all the way to the questions that come up when you are a much more established blogger. And for those of you that have been around the podcast for a while, you know that I also had a food blog for many years. And so I've experienced a lot of these questions myself as I have been running my own food blog. And so one of the things I get asked the most at the beginning is how do you monetize a food blog? It's actually a question that I always loved getting whenever a friend realized that I had a food blog and almost immediately their first question was how do you make money doing that? I'm not going to get into all of the different ways that you can monetize a food blog today, but I do want to talk about advertising because running display ads on your blog is one of the easiest ways for you to monetize, but there comes a lot of requirements that you have to meet before you're able to run those ads on your site. So I wanted to just have a conversation about this and specifically this idea is coming up for me because in the last few weeks, one of the most popular advertising networks, Mediavine, changed their threshold for when they accept new publishers to their ad network. And so I know this has brought about a lot of questions for food bloggers who have been trying to reach the level of page views and sessions that was the old requirement for a long time and are now feeling sort of discouraged about their options now that that is not an option for them anymore. So I wanted to just break down a few things that you should know about running ads and then give you some things to think about if you are at a place where you are able to start running them. 
So because I know most of you have been in the food blogger space for a little while, I am going to skip over sort of what display ads are because I am working under the assumption that most of you have experienced what they are by being on other sites or have at least considered what you might do for your blog with display ads in the future. So we're going to start with the biggest question that I get, which is when can I start running ads? And the truth of the matter is you could start running ads the second that you start your blog. There are ways that you can start running ads and making money from advertisements the second that you start your blog, but I don't recommend starting with ads right away. There are a few reasons for this, but the majority of the reasons boil down to the fact that I really recommend focusing on growing your audience and focusing on producing quality content when you are first getting started with your blog. I know that it is really tempting to want to start monetizing right away, and for a lot of people, they simply can't afford not to make money from something like a blog right away, but the sacrifice that you will make in starting with ads right away is that you are going to be making such a small amount of income and most often the ad networks that you can use or the way that you can display ads at the beginning when you have a low page view threshold is going to be something that slows down your site and ultimately takes away your focus from managing your content because you are trying to manage your ads, which is another reason why most of these ad networks have a threshold of a certain amount of page views that they require because they want to make sure that they are taking on quality blogs and quality publishers to their own networking company. So if you're still thinking that you want to start running ads right away or before you're able to reach 50,000 page views, which is now the requirement for Mediavine as of June 2020, then I want you to listen to the rest of this episode and listen to the things that I'm going to recommend thinking about and the things to look for in an ad network and then some of the cautions of displaying ads because I really want to make sure that if you are choosing to run those ads right away and choosing to make that small amount of income from it, that you are doing it knowing all of the information about that. Okay, so let's just jump into some things to think about when you are either wanting to start running ads or you are already running ads and maybe looking for a different ad network or something like that. So first of all, what is an ad network? An ad network is basically the person that is in between the advertiser and you. So an ad network is going to be the one responsible for managing the tech side of ads, managing the advertiser themselves, getting the content from the advertiser, serving all of that information to your site, and just generally managing the advertising in general. And when you have an ad network that works really well, you really don't even have to think about your ads. They just are there. And the only time you think about them is maybe when you want to tweak how many are showing on your site or you have a question or need support. But for the most part, your ads are just sort of there. Now, before I get into some things to think about about ad networks and what makes a good ad network, I do want to put the disclaimer out there that my food blog still is running ads from Mediavine, and most of my experience is going to come from working with Mediavine for my advertising and also just being around their community. I haven't personally used the other networks that are available or that I might mention in this episode, and... So I'm not going to be able to really provide a ton of information other than what I'm able to find on their website, for example. So I want to just put that out there that I am not trying to give a biased opinion and say that everyone needs to go with Mediavine, but that is my personal experience. And there are over 7,000 publishers that are within the Mediavine network at this point. So with that being said, 
just know and take what I say with a grain of salt because I don't have experience with the other networks, but I can speak to what I do know. So some things that I would look for if I was looking to start working with an advertising network is I would look for the level of support that they offer. With Mediavine specifically, I have never had a problem that they weren't able to help me with. Their support staff is incredible. They are great at getting back to you. And I can't tell you how many times they have just gone onto my site and fixed something for me right away. And that's coming from somebody who obviously has a tech background and is very technical in general. So to say that they've supported me, even with my level of knowledge, I think should say a lot to those of you who are very stressed out or don't understand the tech side of your blog as much, that having the support from your network is really, really important. I would also look at the education that they are providing for their publishers. Now, this might not be something that you can figure out based on their website specifically, but this is something where you could talk to people using that ad network and ask them what kinds of training they do or what sort of educational information they share. Do they have a Facebook group where people can ask questions and get information? Do they have a conference that they run? Because those sorts of things are going to show you that the ad network cares about the publishers and the success of your blog, not just the money that they might make. Now, part of providing that education is the hope that publishers will take that information, better their blog, increase their traffic, which makes more money for everyone. So it's definitely not a situation where the education doesn't have a benefit for the ad network, but to me, it just shows the level of care that they have for their publishers and their desire to support them and help them. I also would look at the reputation of that ad network and to figure out who's using them. So you can do this by searching in Facebook groups, just searching the name of the ad network. If you know somebody who's using that ad network, ask about it. I tend to think in these situations that things that are the industry standard are the industry standard for a reason, but that's not to say that other companies can't come out and do a great job with this, but I would be very cautious of a brand that you've never heard of and choosing them as an ad network when you see most other food blogs running ads through another ad network. And in case you don't know, if, if you're like, how would I even know that? Almost all networks are going to have an attribution at the very bottom of a site. It's where you would also see something like a site design attribution, but it's going to be way at the bottom. If you scroll all the way down, you'll normally see something that is basically a banner ad for that ad network. And that's going to be really important to notice because some blogs that you look at might be running different ad networks and you really wanna make sure that there's some credibility to an ad network. I would also look at the history of the company. How long have they have been around? How many publishers do they have on their network? And why did they start this in the first place? Because that can tell you a lot about a company, why they started and kind of what their story is. And if you can't find that information on somebody's website, then it's probably not the best decision to go with them. So another thing to consider if you are looking at an ad network or a new ad network is what kind of contract are you going to have? A lot of companies will have a 12-month contract. To be honest, I don't even think or know if Mediavine has a contract, but I know for some of the other networks, they do have a 12-month contract. And the problem with that can be that, obviously, if you don't like it, it's going to be really difficult to get out of that. And I know that there have been people who have come up on that 12-month mark and are really looking to get out of that contract. So just something to be aware of and to read the fine print to really make sure you know what you're getting into by signing up with an ad network. 
I want to quickly define one term that you will hear whenever you start going down the road of looking at advertisers, and that is going to be RPM. RPM stands for revenue per thousand impressions, and basically this is a measurement of how much money you're making based on the traffic that you have. But the thing about RPMs is they are going to be measured and defined differently with every network, and it's also going to vary based on the content on your site, where your traffic is coming from, and the time of year and the type of unit or type of advertisement that is being displayed. So basically it is a very, very rough number, but it can give you a little bit of an understanding of what to expect from an ad. And this is also the number that bloggers will use in order to tell how their ads are doing. So for example, in a time period like quarter two or quarter three, your RPMs are going to be a lot lower, whereas in quarter four, your RPMs are going to be the highest that you will see all year. But that has to do with the amount of traffic that is coming to your site, the time of year because advertisers are spending more money, and again, what types of ads are being displayed. But it's really important to just know that term and know what it means because it's something that you will start to see popping up as you are researching ad networks. So let's talk about the cautions of using ads and just some things to be aware of. And this is going to be one of those scenarios where you have to just make the best decision for your lifestyle, your blog, and for you. And there isn't necessarily always going to be a right or wrong answer, but there are some negative sides to running ads. If you've been in the food blogger world for any length of time, you have seen the memes about people hating ads. And that is a reality of running a website. People don't like ads, and when I say people, I mean the audience that you are attracting to your blog. They don't like ads, they wish you didn't have them, but at the end of the day, you're running a business, it is not a hobby, and if they want free content, they can go to a library and get a cookbook. Now, that's a little bit harsh, but it is just a little bit of a sore subject for a lot of food bloggers, and you can probably relate. So you are giving up some of the user experience when you run ads on your site. Now, there are really good ways to follow best practices and make sure that you are doing the best job possible when you are displaying ads. But at the end of the day, people don't want to have to scroll past them. And so you have to recognize that and most people are going to choose to proceed anyway, but you wanna make decisions that help enhance the user experience and give it the best possible experience even when running display ads. Another possible downside to running ads is that they can slow down your site. Now, the good ad networks out there, the ones that a lot of publishers use and the ones that are highly recommended are going to have things in place to make sure that page speed is not impacted greatly by running ads. There are a lot of technical things that you can look for, but just for now, I would say ask the ad network that you're considering how they handle page speed and what the effect of their ads are on page speed. Now you can obviously test your page speed before you add ads and then after if you are not in a fixed contract sort of situation to figure out if that is causing a problem. But if you already have slow speed on your site and the ad network that you're running doesn't do deferred ads or lazy loading ads is another way to call it, then I would highly recommend switching to another ad network or just avoiding ads altogether until you can get your page speed under control. Something else that you want to consider when you are running ads is making sure that they are not 
a really high frequency. And this is going to be a little bit different during Q4 because a lot of publishers will increase the frequency of their ads during quarter four just to maximize their income during that time. But in general, you really want to make sure that your ads are not showing up after every single paragraph or image. You really want it to feel natural and to not be intrusive. Now, again, there are certain people who choose to run intrusive ads like the ones that pop over an image or a pop-up ad or videos that automatically start playing. But the more you have those intrusive types of ads, the lower your user experience level is going to be. And so again, that's one of those decisions you just have to make for yourself and for your site. But I would say if you're running those types of ads, really pay attention to the numbers and maybe even test turning them off and seeing what happens with your analytics. But in general, I would just say to make sure that you're not having them too frequent and that they're high quality ads. That's another thing that I know is a really high value of Mediavines is they are always going to make sure that they deliver high quality ads that are not spammy and in general just are going to enhance the experience on your blog, not take away from it. So before I wrap this episode up, I want to just mention the different ad networks that you can research. And again, my only experience of this list is with Mediavine. I have worked with different bloggers that are on AdThrive, but I haven't specifically used them. I've never spoken to them directly, so I can't speak to working with them or what it is like. But I can tell you that Mediavine and AdThrive are the two largest ad networks and the most commonly used. So the ad networks that I know of are Mediavine, AdThrive, Ezoic, SheMedia, Gourmet Ads, Monumetric, and AdSense. And I will say just from looking at the average RPMs for all of these, it really is not going to be worth your time or worth the money that you're going to get until you are able to work with one of the top networks. And the three with the highest average RPMs are going to be Mediavine, AdThrive, and SheMedia. SheMedia is one that is coming up a little bit more in Facebook groups and people are starting to experiment with using them. In terms of when you can qualify for them, as of right now in June 2020, and as of what I know, the new threshold for Mediavine publishers is 50,000 sessions, AdThrive is 100,000 sessions, and I believe SheMedia is around 20,000 page views. So if your blog is a lot smaller and maybe you're feeling discouraged hearing those numbers, I want to just encourage you to really take this time to focus on your content. Focus on growing your audience and serving them content that they need because what is going to happen is when you reach that threshold of page views, you are going to be able to make a lot more money a lot faster from your ads and you also could be delaying your ability to reach one of those ad networks by using an ad network that isn't as good. And I did say that I hadn't had any experience with other networks, but I have run gourmet ads in the past when I first started blogging and it was definitely not worth it. So I would just say for those of you who are really wanting to monetize your blog and you're really anxious to start making that income, I would just say to hold off. That would be my professional recommendation. And, you know, if you decide that you need to make that money, then choose wisely and choose the best possible option for you, but just know that it comes with risks and it comes with some downsides and could potentially delay your ability to get to one of those bigger ad networks in the future. I hope that this episode was interesting for you and maybe give you some things to think about that you haven't thought about before when it comes to displaying ads on your website. And I would love to know what you learned from this episode or if you have any further questions about running ads, I am happy to chat with you individually about it. I just wanted this episode to really 
really be a broad overview of ads and really give you some things to think about when it comes to running ads on your website. So I will talk to you next week, friends. Hope you have a good rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.